We are straight-talking Southern girls in our 50s, and that's what you're going to get. Welcome to Ladies Roadmap. We're your hosts, Joe Jamie Tyler and Lana Helda. Come along for the ride and join us as we travel to bring you thought-provoking subjects and women who inspire and strive to make a difference in the world. Hello, Lana. Hey, Joe Jamie. All right, today, let's just chit-chat a little bit before the show because I think our guest is absolutely the one, very, very fascinating. She's one of these women is going to inspire all of us to get out of our comfort zone and start trying some new things. Well, you know, that's what we're all about at Ladies Roadmap is reinvention and getting out of a rut and going out there and experiencing new things, pushing ourselves, getting out of our comfort zone, as you said. And she has got so many hobbies or extracurricular activities. It's kind of hard to believe. I mean, she's done everything from swim with sharks. She's driven race cars. She's even bungee jumped. And the craziest thing is she, she flies, she does the flying trapeze. I know. So in our ladies roadmap journal, which we're so excited about, we're getting it ready for you ladies. We're going to, we're going to be having it just be on the lookout for it on our website, ladiesroadmap.com. But one of the things we talk about in journaling is to acknowledge our talent stack. And a talent stack is really, all it is, is just a list of things that makes you unique. So, Lana, let's give an example. What's your talent stack? Well, it's getting better all the time. It's a (laughs) golf game. I have to work really hard at it, but it's getting better. So, I'm putting that as a talent stack. And I'm going to, okay, I'm going to tell you what your talent stack is. So, you're, you're fabulous cook. Of course, everyone knows your interior designer, which is, that's one of those things that I don't have a gift of. So I'm very appreciative of your talent of that. You're, uh, you, gosh, you have a lot of hobbies. You do Pilates. I you, do. Yeah. Um, you love to read. Uh, oh, gosh, Lana, I'm just. I'm, How about I'm a podcaster? I'll well, take that as my talent <laughs> stack now. Hopefully everyone one. likes it. But anyway, enough about me. But, you know, Joe Jamie, same with you. You know, you've got a million talents. That's what's so beautiful about our journal is it actually helps you to recognize your talent. What would you say that you're the most proud of? Um, well, I would say I was a former dancer and um, I love to exercise. And I think that. I think one of my talent stacks is I love to connect people. I was going to say you're such the people person in your energy, but it's so great. So everyone, you know, can just learn and grow from even just realizing sometimes what your talents are and then maximizing it. Plus, it just gives you a lift of confidence, I think. I'd like to say we are going to slow down just a little bit with the interviews and the shows over the summer so that we can get this Ladies Roadmap journal complete. We're right there. We're almost at the at the end and ready to get it out and launch it, but we need to spend a little more time. So we thought, what, Jamie? We're going to have our shows twice a month instead of every week. And then after the summer, we'll go back to, as a matter of fact, as soon as we can, we'll get back to the regular show yeah, so, every week. So, so watch for us every uh, bi-weekly. You'll get our little, if once you download um, and subscribe to our podcast, you'll get a little notice when we have a new show. Anyhow, today is about a woman who constantly reinvents herself. And we are looking forward to sharing her with you. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. 
Today, we have Dr. Kathy Groover, and she is a motivational speaker. And let me tell you, motivational is not even, that doesn't even tell the story. She's amazing. And she specializes in stress reduction, communication, and practical presence. I mean, even more than that. She also has developed a stress reduction program for the U.S. military. And this is really cool. She has a Ph.D., from is this from Harvard University? No, no, oh. um, no. Two separate things. So I do have a PhD. I did not get it from Harvard, though. I would love to say that I did. Um, no, I went to a school actually out of Alabama. But I've done so much studying of mind-body medicine at Harvard. I've been there five or six times. Such an amazing program. All right, and she's Very. also the author of seven books. She's a health practitioner. She's a TEDx speaker, and she also hosted. Uh, a national TV series based on one of her books, The Alternative Medicine Cabinet. Welcome, Kathy. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on Ladies Roadmap because as we told everyone, you are uh, the poster child for us. So before the show, we were sharing with our ladies um, all about your crazy and wild extracurricular activities. Yeah, so Jamie and I would call this your talent stack. Sounds good to me. I got a stack. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought this was a great place to start. Sure. Um, well, man, I've done so much stuff. I started out as an actor, so I did that for years. I was in Hollywood pursuing an acting career. Uh, I was a model. I do flying trapeze for fun. Um, so that's one of the most fun things that I do. I teach hip-hop dance. Uh, I just got back from a trip from uh, Australia, where I was diving the Great Barrier Reef. So to me, if it's new and if it's exciting and can take me to a place I've never been, I want to go try it. My motto is go for it. So if I get to try it, I tend to try it. (laughs) I love it. I I listened to one of your TEDx talks, um, and you were talking about the going for it. And you were also talking about how, you know, with all the things you've done in your life, you didn't expect to necessarily be where you are, but everything sort of has come around and then maybe explain to our listeners a little bit about about that. I think it's super interesting. Yeah, it's been an exciting journey. And I've told so many people, you know, I've just followed the breadcrumbs. I never thought that I would be sitting here, one, doing trapeze, two, having written books. Like, I never thought I'd write books. Or it would be like some silly fiction, like rom-com kind of thing. Um, And I had no idea I'd be in health. I was a theater major. And when people said to me, you know, what if the acting thing doesn't work out? In my 20-year-old brain, I went, what do you mean if it doesn't work out? Like, of course (laughs) it's going to work out. Like, why would it not work out? You know, I was a millennial before we had millennials and, uh, you know, like it never struck me that that wouldn't work. Um, and here I am now many years past that going, it didn't work the way I thought it would. The picture is different, but I'm still doing those things. I'm still on stage. I'm still in front of an audience. I'm still entertaining. I didn't write the crazy fun fiction book, but now I've got books that are helping people, you know, helping educate them through my stories. So I've kind of got the fiction reach with the nonfiction cred behind it. And it's been, it's been so fascinating. Everything that I thought was a failure, you know, why didn't I get that role? Why didn't I get into that school? Why did that guy leave me? Da-da-da. I can now look back at all of that and see the absolute purpose, the absolute journey that those, quote, failures, I don't believe in failure, but those things that didn't turn out the way I thought they would, I can totally see the value in them. Um, And so I've had the privilege of being able to guide so many younger people when they're 
seeing something that isn't working out the way they want to, and I can say, wait a couple of years, you're going to exactly understand why it turned out that way. And it, it does. It just, it always does. Actually, those stories don't stop happening. Um, my mother, who's 80, just found out she had to move to Las Vegas and she was absolutely panic stricken and she was devastated. And she's been here now almost two years, having the time of her life, has a beautiful home, all new friends. And I mean, again, it's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen over and over and over, you know? Yeah, that's the one thing you can count on in life is change. (laughs) Yeah, and we hate it. I mean, it's like it's (laughs) agonizing for us. You know, we do want that stuff to stay the same, except the stuff that we don't want to stay the same and that we want to change. Can't have it both ways, you know? And and we just have to flow with that, you know? I mean, it's like trying to pick out one drop of water in the ocean. Where does the ocean stop and the drop begin? And, you know, we can get all esoteric here. But it's the same thing. It's like you just have to learn to roll with that. Uh, And it's challenging sometimes. It's really challenging. But, you know, we have to know where things are going to turn out for the best. Well, I loved it when you said you're a self-proclaimed type A personality. And you talk a lot about the change of focus. Can you define what that means to you and how you've learned to manage that stress or that type A personality? Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm only self preferred I, I could take every quiz in the world and I think I'm going to score type A. And my husband likes to remind me how type A I am. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm an only, I, I am, I'm an only child. Um, my dad wanted a boy and got me. Uh, I'm a triple Capricorn. I'm very competitive. I'm very driven. I do I'm, I'm like, seriously, Capricorn. I will get to the top of that mountain if I have to jump from boulder to boulder to boulder to boulder. I mean, that's just... What is your birth... I, I need to know what your birthday is. What is that? January 6th. Okay, because I'm, I'm married... I'm married, baby. <laughs> I'm married to you. I've got a January 8th husband. So when you say triple Capricorn, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really <laughs> feel for... I mean, just my, I, my poor husband, like, I just... People are like, you'd be the best spouse. I'm like, no, let me explain why. <laughs> um, and it's part, part of it is being the only child. So the world, of course, revolves around me. I don't know if you guys got that memo. Um, <laughs> and every only child is sitting at home going, no, it revolves around me. Uh, but it, it's true. It's like because I was raised in a home where my father was pushing me to accomplish, pushing me to be better, and I shot out of the womb going, all right, that was fun. Now what? You know, I mean, that's just that's just... Yep. I was already uh, bored in the nursery and I wanted to move on to the next thing. So, yep. I mean, that's just, that's so much of my personality. And then a combination of how I was raised, how I was influenced by teachers. My mom died young. She died when I was 18. Mm-hmm. So I was forced to, I think, I think only children tend to be more independent and mature anyway, because we're around adults a lot, but that was really imposed on me because at 13, my mom was in and out of the hospital. So I had to be the, the woman of the house, you know? Um, so I think that combination of things just made me who I am. And, and for the longest time, I thought, I need to change this and I need to... I don't think I do. Yeah. And I've had so many type A friends of mine who are women in business and whatnot who are now 20 years my senior who go, you know, at some point, you're going to make the decision to not be so type A. I'm not there yet. <laughs> for right now, I'm still at an age where I want to do everything. Why would I stop at the peak of this, you know? Um, so I think I'm going to ride this ride until it tells me to stop and I'll know when. (laughs) That's our our ladies roadmap philosophy. You know, we're like, we're in our second bloom and we are enjoying it, but let's go back to that change of focus because I loved hearing you teach that about the change of focus when, when you're stressed out. Yeah. Stress is not our problem. 
because we can't control the stress. Stress is going to happen regardless of what we try to, I mean, we can try to minimize our stress. We can certainly make different choices, but really we choose what we focus on. And I literally just had someone in my hypnotherapy chair. And that's one of the things we were talking about is you can always focus on the negative thing. I mean, you're, you know, you guys are looking at me right now. You can focus on me. You can focus on the plant behind me. You can focus on the, the, my nose, the script. I mean, you can focus on anything. Um, we're choosing where we put that. So rather than focusing on this negative stuff, rather than saying those negative things over and over again, why don't we focus on something different? Um, and right now I'm dealing with a sick dad. I mentioned to you guys in the email, he's in the hospital right now. And I can either focus on what if he dies? What if he, what if he doesn't recover? What if, or I can know in this present moment, he's okay. Um, I can drive myself crazy with the what ifs, those things that wake us up in the middle of the night. What if the boss yells at me? What if the husband leaves me? What if that spots cancer? What if the, what if what? Why yeah. suffer twice? If it's going to be bad, we can't change it. Why are we driving ourselves crazy in the meantime? And we're missing out so much on the right now, worrying about the future that, that may or may not happen. Typically, it doesn't, right? Um, so we have that choice. We can change it. It's not easy, but it's simple. And we just have to practice it. So we were, we were going to ask you more about that. Uh, one of your mantras is go from worrier to warrior. I love that. Um, I know I can speak for myself. I, I know many of us worry, you know, more than we would like to admit. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have any other uh, tips that you can share with us on how to overcome or at least try not to worry so much? <laughs> Yeah, you know, again, it's changing the focus, but here's what happens. I'm, I, I love science. It's so cool. So when we think a thought, uh, we have these two little synapses and they're communicating with each other. And there's a chemical that goes back and forth when we have that thought. When we stop thinking that, the chemicals kind of go away, but there's a little trail left. I kind of picture it like the Milky Way. There's this little like smear of chemicals that are still there. The more we think that thought and then stop and then think it and then stop and think it, it's that, that repetitive thought stuff that we do to ourselves the stronger those chemicals get until it actually forms a synapse. It forms a connection. And then it's a full-blown, it's, it's plasticity. We used to think that we couldn't do that past the age of like 20 or 22. Aren't you glad we've been able to evolve past 20 or 22? Oh, um, yeah. It was fun, but probably not the healthiest choice for a nearly 50-year-old woman. Um, so in order to undo those chemical messengers, in order to change those things, we have to change our verbiage. We have to change our wording. We have to change those thoughts. So rather than trying to stop thinking something, let's switch it. And that's where I really love affirmations. Yes, yes, yes. If you're worried constantly about money, if you're worried about health, affirmations, baby, that's the way to do it. It just it just switches your whole focus, which is what has to happen back to your change of focus. I mean, yeah. we've got that in our, in our Ladies Roadmap Journal, this affirmation and how important it is. And it, it seems so simple. And I think to People who haven't really tried it, they probably probably could just pass it off as, oh, whatever, or that it's tried. But it really, truly works. And I've used it to get through some tricky times with that triple Capricorn. 30, yep. oh, oh, yeah, I know. years with that triple Capricorn. Oh, we just so, hit 20. So, yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with, that, with that, like you said, that I'm going to climb that next mountain, it is so awesome and that the ride with someone that's a that's a Capricorn like you guys mm-hmm. is really exciting but you can be sure that there is another side to that because what goes up does come down so you've got to yes. ride the ride you got to ride the wave and again there's times when you just have to dig deep and go use that affirmation 
Mm-hmm. Well, and I'll tell you what's so cool is science actually supports those affirmations. There's been studies done that we perform better, that we have better health, that we can change our physiology with affirmations. We can boost our immune system by saying, I am healthy and well, my immune system is strong. So at the very least, even if you don't believe that, even if you watch The Secret and went, eh, whatever, it's stupid crap, whatever, it changes how we approach things. If you walk into that job interview and you're like, oh, this is going to suck and I probably have food on my shirt and I'm having a bad hair day because it's humid and oh my God, don't go to the interview. You know, if you're sure you're going to be terrible at it, don't do it. If you go in positive, this is going to be the best interview. I'm going to have amazing rapport with this boss. He's going to love my resume. My hair is going to be perfect. You know, then you present yourself better. You're going to have a better outcome. It stops the stress response. So even if you don't believe in the quote woo-woo aspect of affirmations, it does something. Just <laughs> try it. Just try it, right? So, uh, so Kathy, we, we, we notice that you are this geyser of output and creativity. <laughs> you really are. Um, what does your day look like? And what is your secret for being so productive? Uh, my day looks like a nonstop. I think someone from the outside would look at me and think I'm so scattered because I... I multitask and I think, I'm sure everyone says this, I think I'm one of those few people that multitask really well because I multitask um, sort of sequentially. So I will leave the living room where my computer is and I'll go to the bathroom and I'll do one thing and I'll do that and I'll kind of circle around the house and I'll do little snippets of everything till it's all done. Just the way I roll. This is why I work so much better alone than with other people around because they don't understand what I'm doing. Um, I'm also really good with time management. Like if I have 15 minutes to do something, I can put into that exactly what's going to take 13 minutes and it gets done and I have two minutes to spare. And I do cut it that close some days. (laughs) Um, Now here's the downside of that. Something goes awry. There's construction, there's traffic. I get a phone call I didn't expect. I get a deadline that I need to respond to. It throws off my entire schedule. So that's where cutting it as close as I do kind of doesn't work. It's the dark side of that. It's the downside of that being so type A. But I'm go, go, go constantly. I wake up, I get on the computer, um, I meditate a little bit, and my day doesn't stop because I wear so many hats. So it's a varied day. To other people, it probably looks crazy, though I love it. And uh, I stop, and I at the end of the day, I have a glass of wine. I play with my cats. I talk to my husband. I watch some bad TV, and I go to bed. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you just told, told my life. So we are really also fascinated by the way you do continue to reinvent yourself. And, you know, how do you, how do you keep that fire ignited? Is it something you have to work on, or is that just that Capricorn again? No, I think that's just Kathy. Um, I have such a I have such a passion for helping people, and the advantage I have is that I get immediate feedback. So I have a client get off my massage table. Oh my gosh, my neck doesn't hurt anymore. Hug, 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 and they go on their way. Next person comes in. Oh, I feel so much better. You know, so I get get this constant reinforcement. Whether it's a, a workshop I'm doing where I get the applause, the tear, the hug, the note afterwards. People buy my book. You know, I, I have so many outlets simply to pass on what I know and help people. And that absolutely drives me. I wake up every day in one way or another thinking, who do I get to help today? Who do I get to spread positivity to? And even when I'm, yeah, I would say even when I'm quote, not at work, um, and I kind of feel like I always am because I'm that ambassador of positivity. And I stepped on a plane the other day and I smiled really big to the flight attendant and I said, good morning, how are you? And he looked at me and he goes, I'm great. And as I walked away, he said, Thank you for the nice smile. You really made my day. 
Yeah, it's amazing what a smile can do. Well, you know, one thing we've talked a lot about you, but we really, I can hear listeners thinking, yeah, but what does she really do? Why don't you tell a little bit about actually what you are doing as as a as a health health mind or health <laughs> health worker? I can't even talk. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a massage and hypnotherapy practice here in Santa Barbara. Uh, I write, I go around the world and I do workshops. I do consulting. So I can either sit one-on-one with someone and talk about their stress and help them through that. Or I go to corporations and I help them with corporate culture, emotional intelligence, that sort of thing. So that's what I say. I get to wear so many different hats. You know, I've got a clinical practice and I get to go out in the world and do the motivational speaking, which is putting my actor hat back on. Uh, So I love it. I love what I do. I love traveling. Uh, I'm in and out of California all the time now with all the, the workshops and stuff that I'm doing. So yeah, it depends on what time of day you catch me, but I've got, um, I've got a full life. I love it. I, w- I don't know that I'd change much right now. Well, we wanted to share with our listeners that you do have a women's retreat twice a year. Um, does each one have a different theme or can you just tell mm-hmm. us about when your next one is? So the next retreat is August 2nd to the 5th. It's in the Dominican Republic. Um, I actually have two spots left. It was completely sold out, and I have two spots that opened up because of family things. These people couldn't go. Um, And then the next one after that will probably be in California. I'm actually looking for a location right now. What is going to be consistent across the board is meditation, mindfulness, working with affirmations and journaling. My plan is to have trapeze wherever I go, um, which is, of course, going to be location dependent. And we're going to dance. We're going to do yoga. We're going to eat really good food. So it's sort of um, girlfriend's weekend away mixed with a retreat. Uh, And so my inaugural one is coming up. Two spots left. Hey, you guys would be perfect. Why don't you come? We would, wouldn't we? Well, let let us ask you too, what what do you see next? I mean, you've done these, you're always doing something new and fresh. And didn't you say you just just went scuba diving? So what's like the next next thing in your mind to to help you grow and kind of maybe stretch yourself a little bit? I don't know. I think I'm running out of stuff um, <laughs> because I've done so many th- I mean, No, I mean, seriously, it's like you, people say, what's on your bucket list? And I'm like, I, I think I... I exhausted it already. Um, I'm always up for traveling to new places. So every time I do a speaking gig, I want to experience more things, whether it's back in the UK in the fall, the Dominican Republic, where my retreat is. I want to experience everything I can, whether it's a new food, a new activity. I just did a ropes course when I was in Nashville. Totally kicked my butt. I've never done anything so physically challenging and strenuous in my life. I loved it. I'd be back every week. I, but wait you know, a minute. Um, what's, a, what's a ropes course? Ooh, have you guys ever seen American Ninja Warrior? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's kind of like that. Um, it's the, the highest level was, six, was 60 feet in the air, and there's all these challenges. You have to shimmy across a log, and you've got to kind of like um, you know, walk across these boards, and they had these doors hanging, and they had things cut out in the doors, and you had to go across the doors. Oh, my God. It was, it was, it was crazy hard. I was exhausted. It was a place called SOAR, S-O-A-R, and I joked and said they should call it SOAR, S-O-R-E, because I can't move. <laughs> oh, I bet. You know, so wait, and oh, where was that? I'm sorry. Where was that again? So that was in Nashville. Nashville. It, was a, it was about 15 miles outside of downtown. It was called SOAR. It was amazing. And they had a mini golf course. So it's like I'm watching all these people playing putt-putt thinking, you wimps. <laughs> Get up here with me. <laughs> you know, um, we, we, both Lon and I are nomads. We travel all the time. And I happened to be looking on your Facebook and I saw you were in Nashville and you, it was cute because you said, I didn't go see music in Nashville. I went to see a magician. Mm-hmm. 
how do you find things like different things to do where, where you're traveling? Yeah, I actually, anytime I travel, I post on Facebook, hey, I'm going to blank anything I should check out. Um, oh. There's also a website called um, ah, Something Obscura. And I'm blanking what the name of it is. But if you search like weird things to do in, um, it's like Medica Obscura, something like that. It's a website in it. So I love, or I've been to medical museums and pharmacy museums, which is awesome because I'm such a medical nerd. Um, I have seen things posted online that are so off the beaten path. Um, The magic thing, it's interesting. There's a, a private club in Hollywood called the Magic Castle. Yes. One of my favorite places. I've been going there since 92. I've been a member for 12 or 13 years. And I'm in Nashville and I get a text from one of my magician friends who said, what the heck are you doing in Nashville and not going to House of Cards? And I went, oh, that's right. I was supposed to go. And so literally I changed my clothes. I changed my itinerary and I spent the night seeing magic. So it was, it was really cool. It was a great place. I left you a little message on your Facebook because I just saw a fantastic documentary called DELT, D-E-A-L-T. And it's about Ooh. a blind magician. Yeah, he. I've I've worked with him a couple times, Jim. He's amazing. Well, you should see it, his documentary. It's fantastic. Oh, that's a really thank you. That's a great suggestion. I'll check that out. Yeah, he's he's incredible because honestly, to watch him because I've seen his show. I've been up on stage helping him. You'd have no idea, and it's so inspirational because there's also a gentleman who performs at the castle all the time who had a stroke and only has one one arm that works. And he's dealing cards and he's shuffling things and you're like, Fed, I can't do it. You can. You can do it. There are people overcoming so many obstacles to do what they love. Get off the couch and make a choice to do it. Well, you sure are, Kathy. I mean, you're taking <laughs> you're taking life by the horns, as you would say, and living it. What if you if you were to give women maybe one wish for them, what would that be? Man, I wish that we realized we had more choices. You know, we get so trapped in those thought patterns from what we were told as a kid, that look the person gives us at the train station. We're so suggestible and susceptible to that negativity. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to accept that in. You know, you can stand on the train tracks and you don't have to get on every train that goes by. You wait for the one you bought the ticket for. Um, and it's the same way with these experiences and these thoughts and these, you know, we really have a choice as to how we deal with that. And uh, I was just talking to a woman about eating disorders and how her parents were so cruel with her by saying things like, oh, well, you're 130. You get any fatter, we're gonna have to make you diet. And, you know, it's like, oh my God, why would you say that to your kid? But that is stuck with her now. And at 55, she's still dealing with an eating disorder. And that breaks my heart because she can't get out of those chains that were set so long ago. So my wish for women is to lift each other up. Stop being so critical of each other. Stop being so critical to you. I hear so many women self, you know, the talk so self-defeating. You are fabulous and you are worthy and you have so much to contribute. So tell yourself to shut up, stop saying those negative things and just change your mind. You can do it. It's, it's, you can do it. We all can do it. Well, that this is, is fantastic. Awesome. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, ladies, we are going to put links to this on our website, ladiesroadmap.com, but I'm going to let Kathy also tell you where you can find her. Kathy, where, the, where can they find you on the internet, social media? Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, the best place is my website, which is simply kathygroover.com. I'm on LinkedIn at Kathy, you know, Kathy Groover. I'm on Instagram, Dr. Kathy Groover. Twitter at KL Groover. So sorry I picked that name and didn't actually just take Kathy Groover. Um, and it would be across the board. But I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter. You know, I'm all over social media. So friend me every day on Facebook. I do a daily pause where I do a meditation or a message to people. Check that out. It's beautiful. It's quick. It's fun. Um, so yeah, kathygroover.com and all over the internet. <laughs> and I want to do one more little plug for you. Ladies, you have to go check out her Dr. Kathy Groover YouTube page and see her do her trapeze, her flying trapeze. It's awesome. <laughs> as well as her TEDx talk. It's awesome. And we really do appreciate you taking time to come on. You really have inspired us. I, I have to tell you, after Jamie was doing the research, she said, I am... I'm so inspired. She is just making me want to get up and go for it. And I said, that's exactly what we want. So we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to inspire you and hopefully the people who are watching. So yeah, it's, it's, what, I, it's what I live for. It really is. One more thing before we go. Ladies, do you have friends or family that have never listened to a podcast, don't know what one is, and certainly need help downloading? Joe Jamie's put together a fabulous quick tutorial on our website explaining what a podcast is and how to download. Just go to our website, ladiesroadmap.com, and go to the podcast page, and it's right at the top. Thank you for spreading the word about Ladies Roadmap. Thank you for listening to Ladies Roadmap. We'd like to give a shout out to our amazing music producer, Cam Tyler at litloops.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Just go to www.ladiesroadmap.com and click on podcast. It's as easy as that. Or you can subscribe on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ladies Roadmap. And you know what else? We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us at info at ladiesroadmap.com. And until next week, remember, the greatest part of a road trip isn't arriving at your destination. It's all the wild stuff that happens in between. Mm-hmm.